up, down, turn around. Life is a roller coaster. The Daily Target starts right now. Welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares Reyes, and this is the Daily Target for Sunday, September 19th, 2021. All right, guys, so let's talk about a few things here. Um, the most recent, of course. Uh, so I had just yesterday I learned that two perps have passed away, and um one in particular, uh, this is one lady. She never really said anything to anybody. She was really quiet, but she definitely was a perp. Um, she always stood in front of the gate every time I was trying to come out. Or she would um, uh, follow follow me a lot. Uh, something that all perps do when you're getting paid uh, for this program. Uh, my roommate was, you know, telling me about... Because I, I told him, I was like, I don't have any sympathy or empathy for anybody who dies, I don't really care. Why should I? If I die, do you think they're going to care about me? No, absolutely not. You know, how can I have sympathy and empathy for people that are making my life miserable and a living hell? These people, when they sign non-disclosure agreements, they don't, they don't, they're trained not to care about people. So it's like, I don't wish people harm. I don't wish people bad luck or anything of that nature. I just like karma handle you. It's just like, what do you, what do you want me to do? But don't, don't, I'm not going to shed tears. I'm not going to have sympathy or empathy for people that are doing that. Sorry, not going to happen. So, and then I heard about another perp that died. Uh, apparently he had some um, issues with his heart and he was a really bad, bad guy, you guys. So, um, he, did a lot of stuff. He did did quite a bit of stuff um, that was bad. I know he beat up his perp girlfriend a lot. Um, he stole a lot of stuff out of people's homes and like gave it to other people. Um, he was kicked out like several times and they let him come back in. Uh, he's called people the N-word. He took a knife and um, basically simulated a stabbing motion um, telling someone I'm going to stab your ass uh, with the knife after getting into an argument with this person. And um, yeah, he sent a lot, a lot of bad stuff. And um, at one point um, he was sexually harassing me at one point. Uh, that's something that I just kind of kept quiet. I never really said anything about because it seems like to me that Every time people, I mean, with, with such a serious topic and a very sensitive one that I am um, emotionally affected by, it was kind of hard to um, uh, kind of talk about that kind of stuff with people. So I just didn't say anything about it because it felt like, you know, um, hear people, certain people get away with everything and 
the minute that I do something or my roommate does something that makes the front page news, it's, you know, persecution to the fullest, but they can, they can do anything. And then when you complain about it, are you safe here? Would you like to relocate to somewhere else? It's like, you know, they don't take the time to ameliorate the situation. They do not treat everybody equally. And I have a problem with that. Okay. But this guy, he was a very, very bad person, very bad person. So of course I'm going to have even less sympathy and empathy for him. I don't care. Like I said, they don't, they wouldn't care if this were me. So they would be overjoyed because then they get a payday. And my roommate was like, oh, you're being evil. Oh, you're being mean. I was like, how am I being mean? This, these people are, are evil people. And it's like, you are a person who needs friends. That's your issue. You just need friends in your life and you're desperate for that. So of course you're going to, you know, defend these people. But it's like, I'm not, I didn't wish anything bad on anybody. And I don't wish anybody harm. I said that all the evil and all the bad stuff that you put out there is going to come back to you. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to get vengeful. Or, you know, that that is just not of my nature. I'm not that kind of a person, you know, but everybody has their day. So it is what it is. I mean, there's just certain things that that you just as a person, as a human being that you just do not do. That is just um, completely and utterly unacceptable. And, you know, like I said, everybody has their day. And unfortunately, people have to suffer consequences. And I'm just like, oh, well, we'll be right back. driving me absolutely bonkers you guys and some people are saying oh why don't you just kick them out and this and that and I'm like no I I can't I can't do that I really wish I could but it's not that simple you know um I I I I just I can't do that I I if something happened to him I would feel uh 100% responsible you know I, I think that it's really uh, difficult. Um, you don't turn your back on a troubled person. You just try to help them through. You try to just kind of, you know, pedal your way through everything as difficult as it is. But there are just some things that he does that is just like works my nerve. Like, for example, like I'm the kind of person that, you know, I work smart, not hard. Okay. And if you're cooking something, for example, if you're cooking some food or whatnot, okay, and let's say, and you want to make sure that you cook enough food and do everything all at once, but this is him. He's going to cook something. I ask him, I said, okay, are you done cooking for the night? I'm going to put the dishes away. I'm going to, I'm going to clean this. I'm going to clean that, you know, are you done? And then he'll say, oh, yeah, I'm done. I'm not going to do nothing else. And then put everything away. Then he comes back 
15 minutes later, oh, I'm still hungry. And then expects me to pull everything back out or expects me to, to cook everything again for him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And I'm just like, why? This is like 12 years as a slave. Like, you do everything at once. Everything at once. Right? So if I make food or something like that, for example, I give you more than enough. And then he might say something like, he might tell me, oh, um, well, I'm just going to have one little something or whatever, whatever. I said, no, I'm going to make you more than enough because when I'm done, I'm done. I'm not going to, you know, stop and then come back and then recook. And no, it's when, when it's done, it's done. That is what you do. So you don't have to, you know, it's already ready to go. You know what I mean? Why make, make somebody work harder? You know, I, so these are just little bitty things that, that he does that really kind of gets on my nerves. And I know this might sound a little petty, the song, but it's quite irritating if you think about it. You just think about that, you know, or he listens to the same music all the time, cooks the same food, watches the same movies. I mean, like, I don't know how many times I've seen Terminator and Terminator 2. Like, um, or he watches, you know, Aliens and Predator and like, Conan the Barbarian it's just like he never gets tired it, it like he lives in like this box I call him like I said get out of your box you know it's like it, it, it'll be like the same jokes and I'm like I've already heard the joke you've already told this to me you forgot like it, like two minutes in or about a minute and a half in it was like I've already heard this shit already what are you talking about you know, so he's very, everything he does is routine. And I don't think that he realizes that, but that's just like, ugh. it's like, get out of your box, challenge yourself, do something, step up, do something different. You know, life is filled with adventure and it's like, you keep going round and round in circles. It's boring. You know, it's really, really boring. I mean, it's like everything repeats over and over and over and over. You know, of course, he has a drinking problem. I mentioned that, you know, he goes to get medication. Uh, supposedly to stop him from drinking. And, you know, he wants to be babied and pampered and spoiled like a little child. And then he goes right back to drinking two days of sobriety. And, and then he says, oh, well, you're stressing me out as a ways to go back to drinking again. I'm like, yeah, I said, that is so not accurate. And I think that, you know, that please stop playing the martyr. We'll be right back. Folks, on to the perps. What's been going on with the perpetrators? Oh, well, well, you have 
uh, the uh, the cyber trolls, of course, as you know, you got the, those people. And uh, I wanted to address this. I addressed this in the Facebook post, but I wanted to address this again. And uh, because I know sometimes when you uh, text something or type something, it people might take it wrong or they might, you know, get offended. So I'm going to address this in this podcast. So I have, I had to block somebody uh, and delete somebody uh, from my Facebook post because they were gas, low-key gaslighting. Um, you know, they said something to me about uh, the perps that died and said, well, if indeed they were perps, I'm like, well, I'm posting their photos because they are perps. And you don't live with me. You don't know what I'm going through. And you're putting if in front of something means that you're doubting me, which means that you could be a perp yourself. And then, of course, he goes on the page talking about something completely unrelated to the topic of exposure for these people and asks me, um, how am I doing? And, oh, Sierra, I did karaoke last night. And I'm just like, what in the hell does this have to do with the topic here? And just like hearing that, I just blocked and deleted. And it's like, there's going to be more perps that are going to be popping up, sitting on my page. And then they're going to, you know, reveal themselves with some directed conversation or something else. Who knows? But it's like, I don't have the time for that nonsense. And the more that I block, the more they're going to come. That is totally fine. No issues with that. But, you know, they come, they go. But, uh, you know, you're asking me, how am I doing? And some people do ask me, how am I doing? Um, but they but they don't have any nefarious intent when they ask me that question, you know. And I know who's being funny and I know who's being perpy, okay. And I, I just tell people, if you want to know how, how I'm doing, just go to my podcast or go to my Facebook page. That will tell you everything I post every day. It's like, why do people ask me, how are you doing? It's there for you to see. That's how you know. That's why we have Facebook. You want to know what's going on in someone's life, you go to their Facebook page. And for me, you got two places. You got Facebook and you have this podcast that I'm on right now. Okay? Um, and speaking of podcasts, of course, I was just informed by my handler that the people that are listening to my podcast, majority of them are perps. And my handler obviously is listening as well, obviously. Um, that's no secret. And I was like, okay, well, how come? I just asked her. I was like, well, how come this is so interesting? I never made it past, like, I can't even go to, like, even the ratings are just, like, steady. It's the same thing all the time. I, as I record a podcast, I guess they hear me podcasting uh, right after I'm finished with it, the ratings go down. And she said something about it was set to private or something of that nature, because uh, there's only so many people that are listening. It's not everyone's everyone's not listening like they, the way they used to, like when I first started, of course. And uh, that was just really weird, but it's happened. It's fine. You know, I'm just here. Uh, but that's just so funny how she knew that, knew all this stuff about 
how they have an they have every online account that I've ever created and it's a computer doing this and a computer doing that. And it's like, boy, you sure do know a lot. Is this what you do every night? Sitting up every night saying I went to bed at three o'clock, I went to bed at four o'clock, I went to bed at five o'clock. You know, you must have been working the late shift or something. You know, so that's a lot to know because like how would you have the answers to all that? How do you know all this stuff that's going on? And don't tell me it's your your deceased mother or that you have some kind of special ability or psychic powers because I'm not buying any of that crap. If that were the case, you would know what the winning lottery numbers would be. So let's not do that. <laughs> we don't want to do that. The lies we tell and the secrets we keep. Gee, wish I would have thought of that. We'll be right back. Inside my door. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. You're all I've ever wanted. And my arms are open wide. All right, folks, let's talk about your new perps, okay? Um, a lot of people don't know this, okay? If, don't, it doesn't matter where you live, right? It doesn't matter where you live because everyone who you are surrounded by, if it, it could be a house, it could be a apartment complex, all of your neighbors are perps, every single one of them. Every one of them, that is just what it is. And you are the one that is the target individual that sticks out, okay? And that includes managers, that includes um, all your neighbors, everybody that is near you is definitely going to be a, a part of this program, okay? Um, and then you have perps that they, uh, some, some, some of them move out and then some other ones move in. That's what happens. That's what they do. So, one way I notice that a lot of people who are perps is that they're always, there's always like this forced introduction, you know, like it might be somebody that, of course, there's, there's a new person in the neighborhood and they'll like, I won't say anything to them because I don't know them. I don't just go around talking to random people. I don't, I just say to myself, I mind my own business, but they'll like stop you and hi, how are you? And and my name is so-and-so-and-so, and I'm the da-da-da-da-da. What's your name? You know, stuff like that. And it's like, you already know what my name is. You know, let's stop playing this game. And then the next thing you know, they're perping you out. You know, they're following you here and there. They're checking to see if you're in this area because this is what they're told to do. Um, but yeah, you see it all the time. But it's just that, and they always start off really nice. You know, at least mine do. They always start off really nice. You start to see them everywhere you go. So please keep in mind that everywhere you go and all of your neighbors are involved in this program. Every one of them. Trust me on this. So um, the other thing I noticed that they do is that they often will. Uh, <laughs> they will sorry. They will um, always try to get your attention. Uh, they thrive off of your attention and they often will try to uh, to keep you engaged 
to keep you focused on them. You know, they always look out for, for another. Um, there may be like, you, you always have like, um, some perps that are on the lookout, right? You might have, um, one person is being a lookout, making sure that, um, that you're in a certain area or whatever. And then another person is performing the task that they were assigned to do. This could be like, uh, switching out a trash can or something of that nature, you know, and then, um, having a guilty face when you're confronted about it. It's like, well, don't do, don't do anything stupid and you don't have anything to worry about. Just like I tell people all the time, you know, about me filming and recording every, um, part of the harassment. And, you know, if I'm going to be harassed, this is what it's going to be. I'm not, I'm not going to sit over here and, uh, be harassed because it's not going to be any, he said, she said anything. It's going to be there. So for people to see, and a lot of times what the purpose will try to do, they'll try to modify their tactics. Like I'll come up with my dog or something like that. And you know how I complained about them like blocking the gate. So they'll try to stand on the other side of the gate and try to make it seem like they're opening it. But they're, what they're doing is they're doing that synchronized entry, synchronized exit. You know, that is basically, uh, what they're doing. They try to get ahead of me, um, or, or something of that nature, because they, that's just what they have to do. They, that's what they tell them to do. Wherever the target goes, you follow that target, wherever she goes or he goes, or, you know, depending on if you're uh, male or female or whatever, but they don't really care. And they use everybody at their disposal. That can be uh, deaf people. That can be bl- uh, blind people. I've seen blind perps. I couldn't believe it. Uh, uh, elderly women, elderly men, men in wheelchairs, women in wheelchairs, canes, walkers, all of that. They use anybody. It's, it's, it's all a money, money grab, you know, it's like, okay, we need you to be at this place. Okay. The target is leaving. You open the door, the sensors are beeping and that is what it is. So a lot of people aren't aware of that, but there are sensors in the inside of the doors and the windows And that's how they know how to follow you and know how to be there on time. And then I'll look outside my window. There'll be nobody around. And then the moment that door opens, I come out with my dog and they're right there. You know, so. But that's what will happen. So please keep in mind of these things, folks. We'll be right back. I know things can get really tough in this program. None of us asked to be on this uh, watch list. None of us deserve it, you know, but I want to let you guys know, be careful who you talk to, be careful who you engage with. Uh, That one friend that you think is your friend is probably not your friend at all. You know, they could be um, working for this uh, organized talking program. So you must Keep an eye out for these kinds of things. Just because somebody is being nice to you, it doesn't mean that 
they're going to stay that way. This could all be an act. I had to learn the hard way. And now I know, you know, that this is just these people that act, act nice to you. It's just a cover. It's just a cover. It's what it is. Watch out for honeypots, both male and female. Be careful of that kind of stuff, too. You know, I'm too smart for that. I think they know that. That's why I've never seen any, but, uh, or at least not now. So, um, but just be mindful of that kind of stuff. You know, if it's too good to be true, then most likely it probably is. Take care, guys. The Expressions Podcast has been brought to you by Anchor. I want to thank you all for listening. Like what you just heard? Then please make a small donation to sustain future episodes at anchor.fm slash Sierra Tavares Reyes. Thank you.